Hello and welcome to Unnatural 20s, a comedy podcast where we leave the fate of each episode up to the rolls of a d20. My name is Books and I will be the DM for this episode, which means I'll be the one rolling the dice to see just where this episode and adventure goes. As the DM, I not only have the power to roll the dice, which kind of kind of gives me a little bit of power to control fate. I don't know. I don't want to overstep but it feels like that um but i can also do much more than that i can deliver damage and experience points to our two other co-hosts who will be speaking very soon um basically anytime they talk i can choose whether it earns them experience points or earns them damage and that's a lot of power and it's a lot of fun bull did that get me points (laughs) no it also didn't deliver damage though because like butthole's just a funny word it's it's like probably up there with the funnest words out there to say. Like it's just it's just enjoyable. Like uh, other fun words, I would say would be flabbergast. Love it, love it. Mm-hmm. That's love a good it. one of my faves. Yeah. Um, and butthole. Those are the two good ones. <laughs> flabbergast and butthole are Caitlin's one and top two. two words. You heard it here. <laughs> if you were to meet her on the street, she'd be like, "Hey, what's up?" Um, my two favorite words. My butthole. <laughs> No, you can't just say Too that far. to people on the street. Too far. I cannot. <laughs> but hold my flabbergast. Like, now we're what talking. Do you, that what was the best talking. Uh, <laughs> well, all right. Today's episode is uh, going to be a bit of an interesting one because it's about a topic um, and a, an issue or a cause, you could say, oh, no. particularly no. close to only one of the co-host hearts. Um, it's an issue that I absolutely know she's very invested in, and that's Caitlin, who you now know is also a big fan of buttholes and flabbergast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that I chose the theme today, the theme of buttholes uh, and flabbergasting. Those Oof. are those are not quite the theme, but you know I'm sure they'll tie in eventually. I'm sure you will we'll find a way it. to connect that. Um, so, Caitlin, yeah, I'm not going to tell you quite what the theme is yet, but. I would love for you to tell the listeners a little bit about what you're passionate about, and maybe mm-hmm. you'll land on the topic. If you do, I will give you experience points before our adventure has even started. Damn, that's high stakes. Hi, my name is Caitlin, and I like hot dogs, corn dogs, squirrels, and Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> well, other things that I do like and fall in the realm of my loves are the color pink. Um, mm-hmm. I love my pink Crocs <laughs> in particular, <laughs> and other things that I do like are hamsters. And <laughs> I'm very passionate about telling everyone about how tubes are really bad for hamsters. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I really love is my burgundy car. Um, and wow, what else do I like? I like a lot of things. I like you Star Wars. Boys, I love my boys. My boys, my dogs. Um, um, I like Cassie. What else do I like? You you say corn dogs and hot dogs? I started with that. <laughs> well, fuck, dude, that's it. Wow, I guess that's I like it. things with wheels. Uh, <laughs> I will say I'm not going to tell you what it is, but you did actually hit the topic. So that's it. you, didn't you even said tell it. Me. That it is no ten points of uh, experience points right before we're at the gate. It is one of those many wild things. Probably both. If anyone is listening, I feel like dudes. you have no idea the direction this is going to go in because that was just a wild list of all sorts of interests. Um, we also have another co-host here. That's that other voice you hear. Um, she's not as invested in this theme, which is fair. You know, I think there's a lot of those topics that most people don't share an investment. You mean or people are not passionate in. about hamsters? 
There's a way you say hamsters where you can tell it's so fucking close to your heart. Like, just the name of the animal, like, is so precious to you. I, like, almost had a breakdown the other day because I was thinking about hamsters and how, like, I was a kid who owned a hamster. And, like, I didn't give that hamster the best life it could have because I was a child and I just didn't know how to give a hamster a good life. And I almost, like, broke down crying because I felt so bad for my five hamsters are catching up. But that's what always like the hamsters are doomed they're made to give to children Ugh. as what we've done and they'll always have terrible lives i want to change this because it's i feel so awful about this whole situation with hamsters <sighs> all right but yeah my name's cassie and i don't really think about hamsters <laughs> ever all right do you think about corn or corn dogs or hot dogs I mean, corn dogs and hot dogs every once in a while. Mainly, corn dogs will get me more. Caitlin's happy than, burgundy car. Mm, I mean, when I see it, and I'm like, damn, it sure is burgundy. Twilight. <laughs> oh God! Unfortunately, as soon as I walk in the house, um, since I live with her, it is like, have you paid respects to our Lord Jacob <laughs> and Savior? <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, one of those many topics will be our theme today. But Cassie, I'm not going to reveal just what it is right now because I have a, oh, no. a proposition for you. Um, and that is you can choose right now before you know the cause to either help Caitlin throughout this episode with the problem solving we're going to do to support this cause or Ooh. sabotage Caitlin oh. throughout today's episode. I swear to God, if you turn against me, like I'm going <laughs> to actually cry. I'm already hurt like inside the hamsters. My but you have turmoil. to decide oh, before man. you learn the theme. Okay, um, this is, well, this is a lot. Is a lot. And you will not receive damage for sabotaging. Oh. Okay, okay. You will be rewarded just as you would if you were supporting because you chose that direction before oh, the episode started. Now, also, if you take any of my meaty dogs and you say any bad shit about them, like, I'll also be very upset. I just, I wish I knew what it was. To know okay, I will clear I'm... out. It is not the dogs because oh. Cassie's also invested in the pups. Oh, so, like, that meaty, would be. Meaty dogs? Not our precious boys. Oh, no, your precious saying. boys. Okay. Yeah. The meat skin boys the are meats, fine. The meat skin boys are safe. <laughs> They're not Those the are safe. You're not sabotaging your own, your own puppers. All right. The links are not, though. Caitlin, quick question yep. so I can decide this. On a scale of one to um, Lego build, how fragile are you? Oh, my God. I would say I am uh, I am probably the Death Star, $700 Death Star that is built. Um, and there is a very close fan to it. Great. I'm going to go against her in this type of state. $700 Lego Death Star that's ready to fucking crash. Just wanted to make sure you were shatterable before I picked. Great. Before you chose. I'm expensive and Cassie, shatterable, Cassie. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> what did you expect? I don't think I've ever been happier in this moment. I don't it's think an absolute thrill. <laughs> uh, especially knowing <laughs> that our theme is not just hamsters, it's hamster sanctuary theme. I knew it! I knew it! I fucking knew it! The hamsters will never have a good life as long as I'm here. I'm so upset! <laughs> so, uh, just a little peek into that. Uh, today's theme will all be about hamsters and hamster sanctuary um, ideas, oh. and uh, we'll go about <laughs> developing. Just just so many opportunities for these little furry creatures. <laughs> but before we get into... Do you hear into... that laugh? That's a broken laugh. <laughs> <laughs> the 
the, the wheezing laugh. <laughs> Caitlin, we're not even 10 minutes into this, and I think we can get a tear out of you by the end of the episode. Guarantee 10 tears. <laughs> 10 tears in a row. You hear that? That's the The snot. good news <laughs> is, is just because Cassie tries to sabotage does not mean she will be successful. I'm pretty fucking good at it, though. <laughs> <laughs> all right before we get into that though um i feel like we should go around and share our fails from the last week and get those out of the way so maybe cassie or maybe caitlin has a chance at success i don't know um how possible that is but we should definitely get our fails out of the way uh i i'll start with my fail because last week we didn't have an episode and i knew it was not going to come out um and i didn't do anything to tell anyone who's listening so i'm <laughs> sorry that's all me um and also I knew we weren't going to have Wi-Fi for like a week because we didn't. Um, And that's why we could not record. Um, And I just didn't tell you guys. So that's my fault. I'm a bad person and I am a hamster um, enthusiast that also cannot do anything because all of my friends hate hamsters. (laughs) You fail, Cassie? You're adding adding some extra to that. But um, I guess that part of that fail is also mine because uh, bitch doesn't look at a calendar and I'm like, yeah, we can can release an episode when we super can't with the schedule. Um, So, you know, we share that burden. In. It was but 4th also, of July. You guys weren't going to listen anyways. You got fireworks to listen to, right? <laughs> Ain't nobody was going to listen. It's it was, okay. Yeah. Enjoy it this week. We did it for you. Like You wanted mm-hmm. to listen to the good fireworks, right? You wanted That's what to, everyone loves. Everybody was like, hold on. Don't give me an episode because I feel like the next one will be about hamsters and I can't wait. <laughs> That's the next thing I need to hear. <laughs> but, I'm roll right into this one. <laughs> she got it. Hamster got it. Joke. Everyone. Hamster joke. <laughs> Um, my other fail is that um, before we left our old place, the apartment complex, we started to use the um, pool that was there. Um, I went to it once prior, and then like the week we were leaving, we went there like almost every night. And uh, during one of those times, um, you know how like girls don't get pockets and things, but now, thank you, twenty twenty two. Um, our bodies are government property, but we do get pockets in some things. So, sometimes. 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 But also. That was the trade. Um, I don't think it was worth it. <laughs> it's not quite worth it, especially not. We do we not have bodily automatobe. <laughs> but we you do got, got pockets. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. And sometimes that's too much responsibility because sometimes a bitch puts a phone in her little pockets and then goes swimming mm-hmm. and forgets because, you know, you're not used to the pocket life. I um, do have to add to this that, Cassie, not only did you jump with the. Like, you fully committed. You're like, Kalamanga! And jumped in the pool. I was in. I Everyone was in was pool like, vibes. I was coming in so slowly, and you were like, fuck this bitch, I'm a splasher. Ha ha. Get it, Paul. And then it's like, bitch, you got a phone in your pocket. <laughs> I, had a, I was in that pool for a good, like, 15, 16 minutes before I realized that that phone was in my exactly. pocket. Hell yeah. 16 minutes exactly. Exactly. But you know what? Phone's a little bit waterproof, so we're yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask cuz like you got the like water resistant sort of waterproof mm-hmm. one, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Which what? shout out to iPhone. They Thank got you. my back this time. Finally. Thank you so much. We lost a headphone jack, but you know what? We gained the ability to calabunga into a pool. And, <laughs> and still survive. Survive. <laughs> that is worth it. Um yeah, my fail also I'll jump on this train of not recording the episode because while I was not the one without Wi-Fi, I was the one who forgot time existed. And so when Caitlin tried to let it down gently that we were not going to be recording that week, I was panicked trying to get an episode ready because I thought she was asking to record right then. And I was like, fuck, I've got nothing. I forgot that 
days had gone by. So um, the most heartbreaking text to receive because we were like, um, hey, we fucked up. We can't pull it off. And you're like, oh, shit, I'll do something. I'll do something. We'll record at like this time. And we we're like, oh, oh, no, no, no. Take another look at that text. Uh, yes. We literally cannot. We have no Wi-Fi. It was. I don't even think like the text was not unclear. It was that immediate assumption that I have fucked up. So I will not mm-hmm. process the text fully. I will just assume that everything is my fault. Um, Great. Because anxiety. <laughs> so, it's so yeah, fun. it was very fun. Uh, but it did help me prep for today. So that's, and that's what it. what a beautiful, beautiful episode you've prepared. Yeah. And then my other fail is just that um, I have swollen out of my... Um, my shoes, my feet have swollen out of every single pair of shoes except for like my slipper slides. Oh no! And uh, they're they're real big, and I feel like you know now is not the time to try to make some extra cash through like an OnlyFans, but oh, I need that extra cash is. real bad. So like, now is it's the just, time. It's now a poor planning. Very niche market, and they are probably willing to pay. Yeah, they're like sausage feet. They look like little baked potatoes. They are. They're huge. The like swelling of the line from my foot to where it connects to the toes is like overlapping. I'm going to have a roll there soon. It's going to just be. This is troubling to hear. (laughs) They're they're so big. Guys, if I ever have kids, how big are my feet going to be if they're already size 10? (laughs) Ronald McDonald, bro. I am already Ronald McDonald. double up the compression socks. Like just wear so many. I don't think they can stop the growth. <laughs> I will um, be so big footed. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a bit scary because like most women's feet like grow too and they don't go back down in size. Yeah. My mom's didn't. Want she that. grew a size. Oh, man. I, like, I, I, I like the f- shoe size I am right now. I don't what, want it to okay. be any bigger. Share it with the OnlyFans. Uh, what what shoe size are you, were you prior to the swelling? Prior to swelling, I was a seven and a half. Ah, okay. Okay, okay that's but, gonna be fine, though. Yeah, you're gonna be fine because if you're like an eight and a half or something, it's probably gonna be easier to find shoes that fit you because seven and a half is yeah, a very popular but size. Shoes get less and less cute the bigger the shoe size. You bitch. Is. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I'm a size ten. They get cheaper because they go on sale because shoe companies can't sell size ten. <laughs> to be fair, I think your foot in length is like closer to a nine. You just got really, really wide feet, so you have I to don't. size up They're- for. <laughs> I mean, you could talk shit all you want about my feet. They hold me up every <laughs> single day, okay? They're very strong. Well, 30, mine might be passing years. you up. Mine are, mine are very big. Um, and that's my fail because I probably could get them to shrink down if I would, like, put my feet up more. But it's not comfy. And nah. so I'm stubborn and I just refuse to. <laughs> You're creating life. You can be stubborn. Do whatever yeah, you want. I want to be comfortable. And unfortunately, propping my feet up on something is not comfortable. So... That's my fail. Um, so if anyone likes some real swole feet, <laughs> you can hit, us hit me up. up. DMs. Also hit us up in our Venmos. We'll send you the Venmo once you um once you hit in our DMs. Um, yeah. and you will get you will get feet pics. This is a promise. This is a promise. Yes. Just hit us up. This is a fucking promise. We, no, we will send you no feet problem pics. with it. Nope. No problems. You want her feet? You want my feet? You want size ten Ronald McDonald? I got <laughs> you. You if you want that, and if you're the person who hit us up once and was like so feet pics and then backed out, this is your chance again. This is your fucking Redemption chance to actually story double right down. Here. Don't be a don't be a bitch. <laughs> we have feet. We will show them. Just kidding. You're not a bitch. They're but changing like, feet pony too. Up. You know fucking what? Pony up. You get them now, and then you ask for a few more in a few months. The feet gonna look different, and that's an advantage. Oof. It's like Oof. wow, two feet for the price of like what? Like you get 
One it's like putting on a wig. Different state. <laughs> on your feet. If you want Hannah Montana feet, we'll provide them. We'll provide. She's Miley Cyrus today. <laughs> uh, all right. That <laughs> that fail well, turned into a bit of a tagline to this. If you want Hannah Montana feet, we will provide. No explanation. <laughs> <laughs> Just on natural 20s. <laughs> Is she Miley today? You'll never know, winky face. (laughs) Change it. Change it, I fucking dare you. (laughs) I please do. That's the only option now. Okay, that was beautiful. Um, but I do think it's time for us to get into our adventure. Um, and so I'm gonna roll and then we'll get into hamsters after. We'll roll into hamsters. We'll roll right into the hamsters like they do in the little hamster balls. In their balls, on their wheels. All oh, right. Money. We rolled an 11, which is going to be Knowledge Nugget. So this is where we share some fun little facts and information uh, with everyone that you might not know. So I wish I brought some like good old hamster facts today, but I'll, I'll save that for another time. Today, I want to bring you guys. Do you know who Friar Atormenta is? Absolutely not. No. Books? Okay. Oh, awesome. Oh, woo. I got one, guys. All right. So for Friar Terminta, uh, he is a Catholic priest um, who is actually the inspiration for Nacho Libre. Okay. He is the real life Lucha Libre wrestler um, who is also a Catholic priest. And at 23 years old, he started competing um, as Friar Tormenta or F- Friar Storm. Um and this was to get money for the orphanage that he worked at. Yes. And it's like uh, he still competes in like charity competitions. Like he comes back. Mm-hmm. But now as he's like getting a little bit older, he is retired as Friar Tormenta. But there is someone else who's taking up his mask and the mantle. These people knew what Beautiful. he looked like. But one of the orphans decided to take it up. So oh. no one knows who it is. Oh, precious. But wow. there is a Friar Tormenta Jr., um, who is taking up his spot and this is he's in Mexico so um, it's just a, a beautiful story he's been featured like his, his story is inspired Nacho Libre um, there's been other TV shows that's inspired uh, there's like super crazy is one of the names of the things that he was inspired never heard of it oh, but I is. love the name just super crazy um, and yeah so he he's I had no idea that Nacho Libre was based on a real person. I thought someone came up with this crazy concept. But yeah. No, there is someone yeah. actually fighting for money. The for orphans. For orphans. What better um, way to fundraise, too? Like, that's just brilliant. For real. So, yeah, he has a red and yellow mask that he wears in the ring. Well, he wore in the ring. All right. I actually... Do you have any more to share? Nope. That's about it. Well, I guess he supported 270 children. Do you want to know that? That's fucking good that's stats. Awesome too. That's a stat on them, my boy. Wow. I'm impressed. And I also like knowing this. Like, this is great knowledge nugget because I love knowing awesome people. He's Speaking of awesome book. people. Lit. <laughs> um, I also have a person to share with you. I do not believe they inspired a comic book or a film. But I think, honestly, a film should be made after them. And that is Zikala Saw. And I'm so sorry if i've pronounced that wrong to anyone who actually knows how to pronounce that um but it is lakota which is a native american tribe um for redbird redbird or zikalasa not sure how to pronounce that as a person have either of you heard of her no, no. 
All right, good. So she was born a long time ago. Kind of makes sense, but she should be talked about a little bit more. Um, she was born in 1876. So it's been a while a since she was before around. my time. A Just little barely. bit before, you know, when we were about, but like not much, you know? Yeah. Um, but she was born um, in uh, South Dakota. Uh, or the Dakota Territory, as it was at the time. So one of the Dakotas. And um, she just lived this really extraordinary life, um, partially because at a young age, she was actually adopted and educated by um, a white family, an English-speaking family. But she didn't let that lose her roots and her identity. She struggled a lot with like her identity because she spoke primarily English. She was culturally had belonged to a lot of um american identities um and she'd been educated in that but she still felt so strongly connected to her native american roots and she made it her mission to advocate for native american rights and tell their stories which i think is super super awesome um so she co-founded the national council of the american indians in 1926 which is the main reason that uh, Native American groups have citizenship because before this, they never were considered citizens, which is actually fucking bullshit yeah. because they are the original people. <laughs> yes. So it's absolutely wild. And without citizenship, they had basically no rights. They couldn't vote. They couldn't receive government funding or support or anything. They couldn't say, have any sort of say in what was going on in their land, in the world around them. Um, so she said, nope, that's fucking ridiculous and <laughs> established this council that helped, um, earn them just the rights that they should have, you know, never been denied in the first place. Additionally, because she had the advantage of speaking English, but being Native American, she went and traveled to local tribes and met with, um, leaders and different interesting people and she told their stories all the native american stories and wrote them in english so english-speaking audiences would finally understand the culture and it would be preserved beyond just mm. native american she tribes yeah and that's that's not it um she got really into music in her education she played the violin at the new england conservatory of music in boston and she uh, realized eventually that music had a powerful way of storytelling. So she decided to write an opera. What? Um, wow. For, yeah. So she composed her own opera and figured that would be the best way to orally share the cultural values um, and Native American stories uh, through music. And so she wrote an opera for Fuck. audiences, Fucking which is red. so badass. Um, and it is called the Sundance Opera, and it's the first Native American uh, opera that existed. And it's based on the Sioux and Ute cultural themes. Damn, that's red. So yeah, that's... she was just badass and just basically did everything. <laughs> she's like driven to do stuff, and she's one of the people that makes me feel like a piece of shit. Um, yeah. Because she did so many she amazing things, and I'm over here. But you have a cause, and it's hamsters. hamsters. Yeah, yeah. You're, you are saving something am i i'm educating people if anything yes. that's right and I'll then that, that. And then the, a person will pick up the work you've done and maybe save them or something. Uh, maybe i yeah. should make an opera make an opera a hamster opera. hamster oh, opera yes yes <laughs> yes you should this, i love this okay this is All a right. brilliant path hamster this, opera is coming coming is to a theater near you this is how you get the inspiration the hamsters will be singing <laughs> um how'd you find out about her books were you just googling uh badass women 
No, someone shared a post on Instagram about just just random inspirational women figures because of all the shitty news for women Mm -hmm. in the United States that have been happening. Um, The post was basically like, here's 10 badass American women or women who have impacted the United States. And it was a very positive, amazing post because it was like, just because the world is set up against you, we can take it back and we can change things for the better. Um, Look at what these 10 awesome women did. And she was one of them. And I just really liked her story, and I keep holding on to it when I see more and more bad news about the lack of women's rights that are currently going on in the country. Um, every time I see like posts about that, and I'm like, no, be like Redbird and be a fucking badass, and we're going to change and make things even more accessible because we're going to come back and just make it better um, is the hope Hell I'm holding yeah. on to. So. That's good. <laughs> we need something. So I'm glad, I'm glad you found I'm glad this you found light. hope because a rebellion yeah. is built on hope. Exactly. There it is. We all knew it. Um, you two have brought um, rad is rad people for your knowledge nuggets. Um, I'm gonna take a bit of turn. I've brought <laughs> um, kind of an animal fact for you. Um, let me know if you guys have heard of this animal, um, horses. Um, <laughs> not quite familiar. Could you describe them? I would. I would say nay, Cassie. <laughs> Well, uh, horses actually had an impact in um, firehouses and how they have been built in the past. And really? Yeah, that's because um, so horses back in the day were always um, with firemen because they pulled the fire engines. Essentially, that's how they got all the water and shit. They were to, the engine. They were the engine to the yeah. fires. <laughs> and um, so the horses also had to stay at the like firehouses with the firemen because so, so, they had to be ready whenever too. And uh, this started to become a problem because when the firemen were cooking or eating, the horses would just come upstairs and take the food. Yeah. The horses lived downstairs. <laughs> but also if they smelled food, they were like, I live here too. This is my fucking food. And they would just come on up and like, you know, the firemen like didn't want to share. But like the, um, the firemen, like they pulled some firemen. They're like, we would share. But like horses can't go downstairs. So once the horse was upstairs, <laughs> they're not made to go down. And that yeah. was the real issue. So that's why they actually had to start installing um, spiral staircases in firehouses was to keep the horses down. Um, but then that created the new problem. They also had to start installing the fireman poles because of these horses as well. Because once they had a spiral staircase, um, the men couldn't get down fast because of the spiral <laughs> staircase. And they needed to move quickly for a fire. So they were like, fuck it, let's put a pole. So um, essentially the whole two main things of firehouses are because the horses were eating snackies. Oh my god. This the is wh- amazing. Okay. I can't imagine a, a horse coming upstairs and being surprised by it. And then being like, shit, you're up here. How the fuck are we going to get you down? Yeah. Like, how like, do these men... like? <laughs> I don't care who you are. How do you get a horse downstairs? Like they don't. I think it. it I don't know. Like they I imagine go, maybe but they had to like walk great. them backwards. Probably. Like uh, I think of a stubborn be. dog and just not wanting to go down the stairs. Yeah, how they just. This yeah. is big. Yeah, this it's is big. bigger and could fuck you up and could fucking mm-hmm. fall and hurt themselves too. Yeah. yeah, like does one person go in the back in the front to support the neck as it comes down front? Where like, it's like a whole fireman crew has to come and basically almost carry this fucking carry horse this down. horse wow. down. <laughs> Firemen carry. That's how they got that name too. That's how they <laughs> the first horse to do this. Like, fuck. I want to hear about that first horse. <laughs> it was probably the same time they discovered horses can't do stairs down. <laughs> what I like, love oh, no. is, you know what could have solved this? 
a door the at the fucking oh. bottom of the story staircase. So many other things. A baby <laughs> gate. Like, this is how men solve like, problems. <laughs> they could have easily just blocked off access to the stairs, but still made it something humans can easily get through quickly. But then um, men would have to open door. No. <laughs> Men can't open door. Or, men will walk up spiral you know, stairs. Yeah. But men can't go down spiral stairs. <laughs> like, it's just the absolute absurdity to be like, rip that whole staircase out, can't have it anymore. Gotta be a spiral. God damn it, we have horses making a spiral. <laughs> How do they learn that horses will not go down spiral staircases? Well, it's too tight. Well, it's too tight. So they, they can't, like, can't. physically, like, physically, yeah. oh, big body. Got yeah. it, got it. Their long-ass big body can't physically make that pivot. But also, it's dizzying. It is. Yeah, it's I a hate bad spiral time for staircase. That is amazing though thank you for that fact i needed that in my life mm-hmm. um <laughs> and now that we've shared our knowledge nuggets um you each are going to get 25 points because you both brought incredible information for us and now it's time for us to move into the main purpose of today's episode which is not it's definitely not knowledge nuggets it's not even fully our adventure it's hamster sanctuaries <laughs> And initially, I was going to have us try to create our own hamster sanctuary um, and, like, rescue because I knew Caitlin would care a lot about that. But I just don't think I have the time to commit to that. And I don't think you all do either. So um, I Googled it. And did you guys know that we actually have hamster rescues? Yes. And sanctuaries? There's one locally. Yes. There's one in Santa Ana. There's one in Garden Grove as well. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. So we've got um, tiny tracks. We moved. We don't live there anymore. You don't live there anymore. We've got one called Tiny Tracks. They've saved over 400 Adorable. animals. Um, they work with Hamster Rescue, which is in Santa Ana. Um, we Companions, which is in San Diego. And a few other um, hamster rescues. So we've got a few. And they are part of the California Hamster Association, which I also did not know existed. <laughs> There's also the um, Ham Ham Love Adoption and Transport. I just want to let you guys know about that. That's good. where you can, if you want to surrender your hamster, or you need transport for your hamster. There are people who will help. And I feel like very, it, I honestly Why was so inspired to Why do you need transport for a hamster? They're I'm so very confused about that. Just like with dogs, okay? Like in Texas. But like, yeah, could you, you imagine could calling them? someone to be like, I need you to transfer, transport my hamster and rehome them. Could you drop it off, ma'am? No. No, I cannot. Do you, have, Do you understand what a hamster is? <laughs> Do you have, I don't know, a shoebox laying around? <laughs> I don't, you guys just don't understand. Hamsters need love and not a shoebox. For transport. Just for transport. Just- Get a little kitten, like, crate, the little tiny crates. That's all it takes. Or again, a pocket. <laughs> oh my god! Just want to peek out of your little shirt pocket. A hamster will literally eat through your pocket. Not if it's a good hamster. <laughs> I got him. Not a good pocket. Oh my goodness. Okay, so oh we god. have several hamster rescues, but I think they need our help because I had no idea this even existed. I know about a lot of local animal support places and shelters and all sorts of things, but um. Never in a million years would have guessed that there was one specifically or more than one in my local area specifically for hamsters. So today's episode is all going to be about finding ways to help 
these hamster rescues, hamster sanctuaries, hamster places um, that help rehome, rehabilitate, transport hamsters, uh, get a little bit more attention from the local community. Because I'm sure Caitlin is not the only hamster-obsessed individual who suffered a childhood tragedy of early hamster death and wants to advocate for better hamster lives. So we need to get these hamster rescue places back on the map. And with that, I think the first thing we need to do, the first priority, is come up with some unique marketing strategies that will help these hamster rescues. We're going to kind of come up with one plan that will fit all. Uh, Come up with some marketing strategies to help get their attention, to help people become more aware. And I want to hear your guys' ideas for how we're going to put these hamster rescues on the map. Um, Can I start? Yeah, Cassie, (laughs) you can absolutely start. What I want to say before this is every single idea that is pitched, you have to build on. So whatever Cassie says, Caitlin, you cannot reject it. She goes first. You have to build. I have so many ideas right now. You you will go first on the next round. But that is how the sabotage part works. You, whoever goes first and second and third, you will build on each other's ideas. So Cassie, what's your marketing strategy? I'm watching hamster videos right now. Yeah, she's currently watching hamsters. (laughs) Oh, well, so as we know, um, people need to know that these rescues are available. And Uh for that, we need to create a bigger need for them. Um, And the best way to do that, as we said, is these these creatures were burdened with the curse from birth to be given to children who are irresponsible and can't take care of them. So I pitch... um, a new like um, elementary school program where uh, we just jump off hamsters to every kid. Every kid gets to raise a hamster. And this is like, <laughs> instead of like, you know, like here's a bag of flowers. See if you can be a parent. Here's a hamster. Yeah, see if you can be a parent. And oh we give a hamster to every kid and let them experience one, what it's like mm-hmm. to have a pet two, what it's like to learn responsibility and three, what it's like to have a companion. And um, yeah. that's a uh, hamsters for all. Do we get Cassie! any supplies? Yeah, we give them a box for transport. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And I don't know what do you keep hamsters in a cage. You get them a little cage, and I don't, I won't say it, Caitlin. <laughs> I do. I was waiting for it. I don't was a bit fucking scared. Dare, Cassie. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> we'll not give them any other accessories. Good. There better not be one fucking tube. Possibly some coupons later. We'll Good. see. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. You go to Petco, they'll give you some coupons as well. Jeez. <laughs> okay, well, building upon this fucking awful idea, um, <laughs> I, we're helping future generations. These children, yeah. um, you didn't specify Cope the death. age. So I'm going to say that they are middle school children and these middle school children are actually doing a social media project. And what they're doing is, you know how uh, like a lot of people go to shelters and take pictures of dogs in order to promote them. Like they're mm-hmm. adoptable. Mm-hmm. These kids are not just uh, raising these hamsters be- and understanding their possible, like the, like, how to take care of an animal they're actually going to be the foster for these and they're going to be the person who promotes them online to get them actually adopted by a family that can take care of them well and sometimes mm-hmm. we have foster fails because these fam- these are welcome like they can take them in mm-hmm. and have time but by the end of the semester these kids must have their hamster adopted or it will be a forever foster in their home um, and I expect lots of what ASMR happens if the hum- hamster is <laughs> no longer alive yeah. do you know <laughs> The hamster. 
<laughs> likelihood of making it through a semester. You gave a long time there. I said, you get you were pitching a lifetime. I am pitching something a little bit better. I'm hoping because they are middle school and not fucking grubby kindergartners. When did you have a hand splitter? Uh, it was in elementary school. What did I say? Elementary? You did I, say elementary. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Darn it. We'll give it to sixth graders then, I guess. <laughs> or however old, the oldest in the elementary school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's oh. fine. I don't want hamsters to be like... Murdered? Exactly murdered. Like, I'm not going to hand it to not you. Not exactly like, murdered. Not exactly murdered. I just got to do indirectly a little bit of sabotage. Murdered. So. <laughs> just indirectly a bunch of murders on your hands. I hope you're okay with it. Why don't you give no. them a knife while you're at it? Again, I'm teaching future generations and giving them a f- companion. When people can't have dogs, this is like... Hamster's the gateway to a dog. Yeah. Is it? It's the gateway drug to a dog. Yes, everyone knows this. It's goldfish, hamster, dog. Maybe a turtle if you get a little, or, or a if you bunny. Get a little while in between. A bunny, hermit crab, somewhere in there for some families. You either have a hermit crab or a hamster. I feel like <laughs> you're one or the other, or a turtle. I feel like the turtle was the third option. I have a turtle because <laughs> I never had a hamster or a hermit crab, but I had a turtle. Oh well, guys. Uh, okay, to. Because they're sixth graders, uh, we can't really do... I guess they can still try to do a social media campaign. We're teaching them business skills. And also, they are... um, They're going to be assigned an adult to check in on it multiple times a week. They have to have their hamster at school with them at all times. So the teacher can make sure this hamster is one fed, two still alive. (laughs) This sixth class isn't going to learn anything aside from hamsters. We're going to learn how to fucking take care of hamsters because this class is essentially sanctuary for hamster class. The teacher's going to be like, we're behind in math, reading, science, history, and art, but our hamster skills through the roof one poop two poop pick a poop now (laughs) clean the cage it gets dirty so quickly that that fucking classroom will stink so bad and then the principal will come and say this is bad we should stop (laughs) and that's how i end cassie's torment (laughs) all right Okay, well, that's our marketing strategy, giving them to elementary school, older elementary school students, (laughs) and having them foster (laughs) these hamsters and uh, promote their stories for adoption. So that's, you know, it's very popular on TikTok, I will say, for dog shelters and cat shelters and things like that, for them to share all the little stories. So I could see it working for hamsters. Bit hesitant of the age, but uh, good recovery. Caitlin, good recovery. Uh, And Cassie, very good setup for sabotage. Very good. Um, So that's our marketing strategy. I think it. I think it has potential to work, but it also has potential to fail. So we're just going to call that a an even um, even drive. Uh, We're not going to say went one way or the other, but we do have more chances to succeed or fail with our hamster sanctuary support. On that note, though, I think we should get back into our adventure. And I'm going to roll again. She has not stopped looking at hamster videos this whole time. There's amazing hamsters. I love when they're like babies. (laughs) Maybe you'll have a chance to share a little bit more because we just rolled a three, which is nerd out update. Are you (laughs) suddenly nerding out on hamsters? Because that could be a very possible option. I... I before we coming came into this, I was devastated by hamsters and my my uh, contribution to bad hamster handling. 
Um, so no, I'm not nerding out on it. I'm very. I love the fact that there's there's hamster sanctuary. So thank you for bringing this to my yeah. life. My actual nerd out though is a bit more um positive. It we are we will be Cassie and I will be heading to San Diego Comic Con uh coming up here in just a couple weeks. Wow, very soon, very very soon, we will be there, which is so awesome because these tickets that we got were we bought in 2019. It was the first year we were ever going to get tickets to Comic Con. We've always volunteered, and I am nerding out on the fact that we are going to be there number one number two there is just so many cool things that are coming out that Mm -hmm. are going to be there at comic-con it's like it's it's like it was back in 2019 the way that all these like announcements are coming out like there's already been a froyo announcements like we're getting free ice cream outside (laughs) number one froyo Froyo. that's why everybody goes to comic-con for the desserts no, I, I fucking love the fact that you can walk around Comic Con get fucking free food the whole time if you work it right. Like I remember yeah. one year one day like we didn't pay for any food because one we got food at a bar, I think a, someone paid for, or no, we got it free because sci fi party paid for it for us. Two, there was free pizza. Like it's so cool. I love Comic Con. It's so good. But there's parties that they're announcing right now and the parties seem fucking legit. There's like there's a whole D and D like um tavern experience tavern experience i've never done one of these experiences before because the lines are so fucking ridiculous but this one i was like maybe i should do maybe i'll wait in that maybe i'll wait in that line or try to get up early to get there early sorry (laughs) it was the hot dog earlier that i ate (laughs) it came back it came back (laughs) sorry i'm not joey chess i was Very distracted now. I'm super, super jealous and very excited for you. And I can't wait to hear all about it because I... Books, can you tell us why you aren't going? Also, was supposed to go to con. <laughs> um, I, I was supposed to be there. I was... Uh, Nick and I both also bought tickets in 2019. We're all scheduled to go <laughs> and be there. Um, but, you know, Someone it's now 2022. So it's, it's a lot longer than we initially planned. And um, I got pregnant. And I'm due during comic-con so it's this nerd-ass baby ruining your she was like i don't feel like having a baby on in the like hall h line like yeah maybe not what i want to (laughs) do my i was talking to um my mom and dad about it and i was like man i'm just really bummed like we've gone we haven't been able to go in so long because of the pandemic like i was really excited to go and she was like well maybe like if you're up to it just stop by like for one day and i'm like mom it's in san diego like there's no fucking way and and if you get dropped off you get dropped off a half mile down the street i was like yeah they get ready to walk an ambulance couldn't even get through very quickly if i suddenly went into labor that labor would be born on the exhibition hall floor and that is a gross ass floor to be born on it it is is. is. i have slept on it though and it is nice for sleeping but what you can count on is there's always a guy in a go-kart driving around like the streets that are closed off there's always a mario there's always a mario Mm -hmm. so you can find a Mario and he will take you to the hospital. I know he'll you do will it. be his Princess Peach and he will fucking get you there. Help me, Bowser's got me. Just say that and he'll be like, fuck, I know what to do. I know what to do. I, 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 need, I need a magic mushroom. <laughs> and and Mario saved your life, and that's how you had your baby. And I think that's the best story what that you could have. What an epic way to go yeah. into labor. It's the only way to go in labor, actually. <laughs> so actually you have to come down now. So. That's right. Never mind. I will be there. <laughs> your child's name is rainbow road <laughs> it's gonna be so, every person's gonna be like why <laughs> sit sit on down i have Hold quite on, a I story, a story to tell story. you 
Um, I'll take a little bit of turn for my nerd out um, because obviously Comic Con, but you know I have like preparation time. I, you know I love to cramp, so my my nerd out on that's going to come a little later, as in the day before. <laughs> and uh, what I'm currently nerding out on is guys again. Guess who found another F1 podcast? It's your girl. Wow, this one is F1 on the edge. And episode one, so this one just digs into um, certain like events and stuff that happen in uh, F1 that are wild. Uh, the first one talks about the 04 Monaco Grand Prix. And during this Grand Prix, um, Jaguar was trying to build up press and attention for him because in order to get more money, you got to have sponsors. you got to have people interested in you and your like brand and, and basic marketing shit. So um, the dude over at Jaguar uh, came up with this idea. At the same time, Ocean's Eleven was coming out. Oh, man. And this motherfucker was yes. like, what if I got a legit fucking diamond put it on the little tippy tip of the f1 cars and just let them drive in the monaco race with a fucking diamond on their car um there's two drivers to each team so this person got uh two diamonds to be installed on these cars equaling two hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of diamond put in the most fragile part of the car the part that always gets fucked up on the Monaco track, which is just the streets of Monaco. It's the tightest, narrowest track. Um, and also, like, so they, they, um, foolproof plan, obviously. Mm-hmm. Very good plan already. No floss. But they did, like, it did, it succeeded because the Monaco race is known for, like, luxury. This is the one the celebrities go to because mm-hmm. it's the one that's, like, yachts are parked onto. Like, it's a social event to, like, flex your money. And again, Ocean's Eleven was out. So they got Brad Pitt, George Clooney, and Matt Damon to take photos of these. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> the little piece of the, they're just like holding up the little piece with the diamond on it. Um but both drivers um on the very first crash or very first lap, the one driver did crash. Oh! Um he lost that part specifically. Um got caught up in traffic. Uh they like ambulance or nobody he wasn't hurt, so they just had to clear the track. And um they, nobody ever was able to get to that diamond. That diamond <gasps> lost. The lost what? Diamond Monaco. <laughs> what? Second driver also crash. That diamond lost what <laughs> no amazing they they swept the track obviously the people were trying to find it and um to this day nobody knows who got the monaco diamonds because wow. it literally it had to end up just like you know on the streets so after the whole f1 track was torn down it came back to a city like i'm assuming somebody just in the city just got these fucking diamonds yeah i'm assuming someone was cleaning and they did find it but what are you going to say? Like, I did find this like, $250,000 diamond. Here you go back. You also, already like, put it on a car. You are not trustworthy. I will keep it. Yeah. Diamonds wow. are like, it's not like um, certain pieces where it's like you resell them or whatever. They like become traceable. Yeah. No. If it's just a diamond, there's no, just, there's no way to track diamond. that. Yeah. You just have pure money in your hands You can hands do right whatever there. you want with it and it's not going to, no one's ever going to find out that you... You know, if you guys found it, would you give it back or would you keep it? Absolutely not. I'm gonna give you that keep back. It. They, the, <laughs> yeah. the diamond company, like had insurance on it and shit because they they knew like it was also yeah. publicity for them. Like they knew they were gonna lose these fucking diamonds. Yeah, but like for the podcast, they brought on you know like the pit, uh, the lead mechanic and everybody who like was suspected of like stealing this fucking diamond before it even went on track. And everybody was like, no, that shit went on track. Like, the drivers, like, themselves were, like, before the race started, like, the one driver, they got him, and he was like, I was just staring at it, and he was like, I could pocket this right now. <laughs> and I was like, fuck yeah, you could. <laughs> I love 
love that though. I love that they're all like, I mean, these F1 racers obviously make more money than I do. Um, and I love that they're still like, I could make a hot diamond that, more. <laughs> you know, hot, that hot would diamond. be nice to have. Wow. Fuck. Beautiful. Wow. I can't believe they did that, but I also can. Yeah. It, it does make a lot of sense. It's wild, but it makes sense. Um, so <laughs> mine is taking a, another turn, but again, on theme for me, um, it's about a book. I am currently nerding out on a book. But this book I have had on my bookshelf for quite a few years, and I honestly forgot about it. I bought it a while ago. I didn't have time to read it when I bought it. I'm pretty sure, I actually am absolutely sure, I bought this while we were all still living together. Oh. And it got put on a shelf, and then I was busy, and it got moved to you know my storage shelf and everything, and today I was cleaning out bookshelves and getting things ready, and I came across it, and I was like, why the fuck have I not read this? Um, because it's not just a book. It's actually a graphic novel. It's called cool. Bloodlust and Bonnets. Um, I have it here with me in case they remember this cover, uh, because we're all out and bought it when I bought it, and it is absolutely hilarious, and it's so funny, and it's basically a comic or graphic novel set in the like early 19th century in Britain um, about like a debutante and then a bounty hunter and the poet Lord Byron of course naturally just has to be thrown in here Um, and they have an adventure going through the British society um, but also fighting vampires beautiful combination throw it all in there so good it's got some great queer representation and um it's it's brilliant it's so funny and i'm so sad that it's taken me so long to read so bloodlust and bonnets if you're looking for just something fun like just with the name of that i can't believe we didn't instantly dive into it like i know you had a lot going on at the time specifically when we lived together you were kind of going for your master's but at the same time, bloodless and bonnets. Like I, I am so sad mean. that I put it down. I do. I think it was specifically right around the time I was finalizing my thesis. I was yeah. in that long distance relationship, which was just sucking up all my time, getting my master's, working full time. We had started a podcast, so like there was just a lot going on. I know exactly why it got set down and never picked back up. Um, but what's so sad is that because it got placed where it did, I just didn't know it existed. And then I came across it and I was like, this is amazing. I have this and I'm so excited I mean, to dive in. It's sad that you didn't read it back then, but such a good find for now. I'm glad it made all the moves. Yeah, it made the moves. Yeah. Like it never got tossed away. Like it, it's all, it's been here for you the whole books. time. There's no. just She, she, <laughs> she burns them. <laughs> I, will, I will donate the ones that I do not love. And that's about it. Like they get in it. Unfortunately, I love most books. So most things don't get donated. Uh, Nick does not love that. But it's it's just the amount of books I have right now that do not have a space. I have three boxes full of just books that don't fit on any of my bookshelves. Sounds like you need another shelf. That's That's what I said. I feel like we just need to build some sort of elaborate bookshelf. I think what you need, your garage, like garages are boring and like I feel yeah. like the walls, like they have probably insulation in there. How about books being insulation? There so you go. my garage currently does not have insulation, but that is a perfect. Project. We're going so to the books. You don't there. need, you don't need to buy insulation books. I'm trying to save you money and give you I good don't space want, for like, books. I like little rodents eating my books. Well, then put up, you know, some <laughs> snacks for them outside so they don't come inside. <laughs> 
<laughs> That'll work. This is the whole right. safety um, podcast. So. <laughs> Feed the rats. Feed the rats, but outside. <laughs> but only outside. Then they'll respect the boundary of the house. They'll, respect, they'll, like, they'll, mm. they'll know where to go for food, and it's not inside, that's for sure. <laughs> Okay, Caitlin, for your love of Comic-Con, your nerd out on it. Um, this is a repeated nerd out. I think collectively we have all nerded out on Comic-Con so much. Yeah, but I didn't. Re- podcast. I don't. I, don't, I missed but it so I've much. Never, <laughs> I missed it though. Ice cream, frozen yogurt is a new part of the nerd out aspect. And the D&D you know? Tavern. So um, I'm not going to I'm not going to criticize it. I support it. I'm also just very jealous that I don't get to go and you do. Um, you're going to get 15 points. Cassie. I can't believe there's more than one podcast solely on. Ooh, there's this. so many. Ooh, ooh, it's a deep wow. dive. It's a journey. Um, I'm glad you found something that's very you. I'm not quite as jealous. I won't be listening you may to this one. She but found a very... diamond in the rough. <laughs> <laughs> a little gem just for you. Um, so you're going to get 15 points as well for your Thank little you. your diamond of a pod that you have found. All right, we need to get back to supporting our rescue. And I think that's going to take over the final part of our whole episode. We need to really, really support this. So we've got our marketing strategy down. Mm-hmm. But now yeah. we have two more things that can really help put any sort of organization on the map. And those two things are celebrity partnerships and relaunch parties. Everybody knows that hey, you have a good celebrity partnership and you've basically made it a new brand. Um, and then you have a killer party. And now everyone knows who you are, who that celebrity attends to the party. All sorts of great things happen to you. So I'm going to have um, each of you select a celebrity that you think should partner with that. They both will help our hamster sanctuary <laughs> hamster um, rescue. And then for the relaunch party, Caitlin, you will start that. Okay. And Cassie will I finish. have two very, very strong potentials right now. I can only choose one, though. Only choose one celebrity. Okay. My celebrity will be Paris Hilton. <laughs> yes. yes. She will be sliving with that hamster, and that hamster will have the best life. And she will treat the hamster how it should be I, by ju- like putting diamonds all over it. Also think like there's a huge opportunity here because I feel like Paris Hilton can design some sort of like travel companion bag and market Here, this huge yeah, place yes. where like your hamster goes everywhere with you never leave it behind never let it escape and die kind also, of because yeah, like you remember her her dog tinkerbell like always with her always in a little purse her dog everyone yeah. knew her for her dog like the next thing is paris is going to be known for her hamster and all of the hamster cases the cool hamster cases that she's got um She's going to go on every red carpet with her hamster. She's going to treat it, get a little leash for it, too, so we can walk the red carpet and may poop on it. But she's going to pick up that poop, too, because it's not embarrassing to pick up your animal's poop. It's great. And she's going to make sure she shows how clean that cage is all the time. I'm sure she'll have people. She's going to be sure to do that. She's going to have people mm-hmm. definitely do it for her. But as long as we show that clean cage, like, 24-7. Like, and how important it yeah. is to have that cage clean. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That mm-hmm. is that is teaching the youth, like, proper care. But also, the people who like Paris Hilton are usually our age now because the youth really yeah. doesn't know much about Paris Hilton. So I think mm-hmm. it's going to the right audience. Like we need a more millennials adopting hamsters. Mm. And I think Paris Hilton is our gateway to millennials. Step and aside that plant parent life. Become a yes. hamster parent. Yes. You need and someone Paris to nom nom on those leaps. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you. All right, Cassie, do you have a celebrity that you would like to partner? 
Yeah, and I'm actually, like, I know I'm here to sabotage. I'm actually going to help you here, Caitlin. <laughs> um, so you're taking the millennials. Yeah. I'm going to go after the older generation, the okay. established generation, okay. the generation that already knows how to raise things. They've raised a generation of fucked up kids, so yeah. oh, no. they're here for it. Um, and I would like to get the actor for, um, you know, like, you already have Paris Hilton, who is, like, accessorizing, making the hamsters hip. And, like, there's one person I want to put with Paris Hilton to also, like, bring the life to hamsters and bring hamsters like a whole new personality and that's um the guy who plays mr bean um <laughs> Jeffrey, he God, has God, a face that looks like a hamster he is the essentially bul- the hamster. <laughs> bulging eyes oh my god also he, it wasn't who choose the person that looks most like a hamster it was choose no, someone no, no, no. who <laughs> Atkinson. Like- he looks like a hamster, yeah. yes. But also, when they're on the red carpet and Paris Hilton's like, look at my hamster in this cage. You know who's going to be, like, doing physical comedy with these fucking hamsters and, like, really, really selling them and showing how fun a fucking hamster can be? Mr. Bean. Whoever the fuck that guy is. I don't know his team either. His name is Rowan Atkinson. Uh, wow, yeah. would never have guessed that. <laughs> I know he's a British actor, I think. <laughs> See, I'm also going like multicultural with you. I'm also multicultural. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know if I'd call Britain the like multicultural <laughs> epicenter. Mr. Bean is multicultural. <laughs> I'm getting the fucking Brits for you, dude. What more do you want? <laughs> Paris and I are going to stay over here across the pond. <laughs> oh my god Mr. think Bean. about this Rowan Atkinson Mr. Bean promotes hamsters and then all of a sudden the like royal family and all their kids want hamsters because Mr. Bean is the British Island. and then all those people who are weirdly obsessed with the royal family are into hamsters are into hamsters yep so yeah you're welcome. You know, you're welcome. Options. We got we got a whole every time they're like, Did you hear so and so about the, the, the royals? They're gonna be like, Yeah, I heard about their fucking hamster. <laughs> and how clean that fucking I heard is. about Sir Remington <laughs> just jelly bean. Oh, you mean their fucking hamster? It's like <laughs> yes, yes, Sir yeah. Remington Obviously. Yes. Jelly Bean is his name. <laughs> um all right, he great ignited. celebrity partnerships. Cassie, I'm a bit disappointed you didn't sabotage, but I also do love the idea of Mr. Bean just... Can we just talk about the queen possibly knighting hamsters like in order to get them adopted and then <laughs> using a tiny like toothpick sword in order to knight them? People would love that shit. Ugh, get the queen on it. Can we get the queen too? I'm trying with Mr. Bean, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. is Mr. Bean. <laughs> All right, so Mr. we've got Bean our celebrity partnerships party. now. <laughs> Sir Bean. <laughs> Sir Bean. If not, we got to get Mr. Bean knighted. <laughs> not we, won an Oscar. I don't care about that. Knighted. <laughs> I think he's got Oscar. some controversy. I didn't want to bring that up, but I, I don't think he's actually the greatest person. <laughs> no, probably not. But I mean, because like, look at him. <laughs> Imagine he's the super, the nicest person alive. And you're like, look at this hamster. Look, look at, at this hamster. I love hamsters, so. Well, this is a question people have actually asked before. He has a CBE. What's a CBE? Chubby bunny. Hmm. All right. There's too much (laughs) research to be done with this. Continue on. (laughs) Continue. It's time for our relaunch party, which Mr. Bean and Paris Hilton will, of course, be in attendance. Um, But this party needs like a theme. It needs some 
direction of entertainment, what people are going to do there. It can't just be like a boring, ordinary party. Like dancing is fun, but we got to connect it all back to Hamster Rescue and Sanctuary. So, Caitlin, you're first. What are we doing with this party? Well, it's going to be a real good time. Um, Great. And that's going to be the name of the party, Real Good Time. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's going to be a lot of interactive giant hamster like um, things you can play on. So there's going to be a giant wheel that you can run on, but specifically the wheel that is best for the hamsters because there are some wheels that are not good for them. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're going to also be educating by allowing you to run on them so you know this is why this is good and this is why hamsters love this. Mm-hmm. You get the whole full hamster experience. Um, there's going to, ba- Restrooms are actually just going to be like piles of um, newspaper. Um, you sure about this? Um, but there's going to be toilets in the middle of that. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, and there's going to be some great um, food areas where you can get the best hamster food that is also great for humans. Um, and then you get what would to, that be now? Um, lettuce, <laughs> carrots, good old hamster oats. Um, I love hamster oats. Yes. I don't remember what it's called, but it is like little oats. Um, <laughs> it's been a long time since I've owned a hamster because I don't trust myself anymore. Uh, Fair enough. But these people will have a chance to meet and greet the most famous hamsters, the hamsters that have been knighted. Paris yes. Hilton's hamster, Mr. Bean's hamster, Mr. The, Bean in a hamster cage. The Kia hamsters. The I was just Kia, Kia, ham- Kia hamsters. It's all sponsored by <laughs> Kia. That's why it's a real good time. All spon- sponsored by Kia. <laughs> I'm done. Beautiful. <laughs> Cassie, what would you like to add to this party? Alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because what I would like to do is when you think hamsters, some people confuse hamsters with rats. And when you think of rats, you think Chuck E. Cheese, obviously. And Dale. And Dale, of course. No, tail. Like, hamsters have no tail. Hamsters do have tail. They have tiny tail. The hamsters do have tail. Tiny tail. It's like, it looks like a dog tail yeah. of a dog. So true. It's pink. Facts. <laughs> And as soon as you enter, there's going to be a sign and it's going to say, don't forget hamsters have tail. <laughs> But what if that was when you leave, though? <laughs> okay, sorry. Last, last fact of the day, and it's a little hamster looking back at you, and you can see his little tail. Sorry, upon exit, there's a sign. <laughs> but more importantly, <laughs> we have cute. We have partnered with both Kia and now Chuck E. Cheese because I want this to be a full experience Unhinged. for everybody. <laughs> no, uh, you know, like. I want people to relive their childhoods because when you were in Chuck E. Cheese, you can run around in the like little tubes and everything Junk and have fun. <laughs> and like, I want people to be able to run in the tubes next to their hamsters in their own tubes. No, I want everyone to become their own hamster and live life. You said they're already on the wheel. I want the full experience for them. So we're gonna have Cassie. I want are the, people gonna die the tubes? in the tubes too? Yes, because the <laughs> tubes have to be very small, and these people have to get stuck in it, so they understand that this is what happens to the hamsters. Well, I mean, people it. come in too many different sizes. I can't. I can't promise that. I'm it's, gonna give. I, I'm gonna give regular human tube size. So many hamsters do also come in different sizes. That's why they get stuck and die in the okay. tubes. Yeah. Then I have standard human sized tube, and if a person fits, they fit. If they don't, they get out of the fucking tube. Well, no, they get stuck forever and die. <laughs> Humans they kind of like eternity. Could kind of like size up a tube and be like i ain't gonna fit in that so like hamsters do not yeah but you know it's if if they decide to run the tube with their hamster they also get that opportunity and then when they leave the tube it says don't forget hamster have tail (laughs) 
and that's our hamster party <laughs> you had to bring tubes in this you had to hurt me what else you had to hurt the hamster community i guess it, it just it, they need to know how else would i educate the people that tubes are bad for them if we didn't throw this party <laughs> It's an educational moment. It's deadly, but the best lessons are the ones that are very hard to learn. So yes. mm-hmm. they stick with you. <laughs> and that's what the key and hamster tells you when you get out. And they pull they pull you, the firemen pull you out of the tube. It's like that's why you shouldn't do this to fucking hamster, you bitch. <laughs> that's and why. Try out Arkea. <laughs> <laughs> the, the humiliation of being sucked all right well i think that party will definitely be memorable i don't think people are going to forget about hamsters anytime soon and the fact that they need um rescuing um so in that sense mission accomplished um I don't know if we quite captured the love of hamsters. I think that's the one thing that's missing is I don't know if we've taught people how to love hamsters. <laughs> you you transport them in a box, you feed them <laughs> lettuce, um, uh-huh. hamster oats, and you also let them play in wheel and you know not the tube sometimes. And the, the education tube. is showing them how to love their hamster. Yes. By l- allowing them to know what is the best for their hamster, they can give their hamster the best life and really give I them I do all want the love to add want. something to your party, mm-hmm. um, which is alcohol. not something I'd planned. <laughs> uh, it's not alcohol, but oh. I want to add a little trauma station where anyone who has oh. previously had a hamster a can work section. through Fair. their hamster tragic death story and uh feels it's like a hamster anonymous club capable of owning a hamster again someday so hopefully we hamster can get the community ham. who loves hamsters so much but is terrified to have them such as caitlin back into hamster ownership um so there you yeah, go there's me <laughs> yes <laughs> listen hamsters need sanctuaries but sometimes humans do too and <laughs> this is that corner of the party for um for all the millennials and kids who just just killed their hamsters growing up and need to recover from that hamsters need sanctuary and humans do too would be a good tagline but we already have don't forget hamsters also have tail um so sorry you have to oh this isn't as you go this is just for that little therapy session corner this is just Perfect. for a little corner of the I'll party. Allow. Don't worry. I'm not taking over the theme or your your little message or uh, your little um, mission statement to the entire organization <laughs> that you've you. rebranded. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I will not deprive that because Hamster Have Tail 2 is too good, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> On that note of success, of just honestly, that's probably the biggest success is coming up with a brand new like mission statement kind of tagline for uh, all hamster rescues. We should share our other successes from the last week or so and how we've, you know, just lived our best lives. Um, now that we got a house um, and we are living in a house, we didn't buy it. I just want to clarify that. Uh, <laughs> For now that we are renting a house. Uh, we are renting a house um, and we are so own poor. It. We do not own a house. Um, but what I do want to own is a hamster and now we have enough space to own a hamster. So I'm very happy about that. Uh, um because now I'm very passionate about hamster sanctuaries and I'm going to foster all the hamsters that I can because there's a, there's a sanctuary next to us that's closing down and I need to help them. Anyways, um, my other success is the fact that we moved into a new house and it's so nice. And not only is it nice for us, it's nice for the dogs. The dogs have a backyard now with grass and the joy 
that Murdoch has as he's rolling his little body all over this grass. His little sausage body. His little sausage body with his happy little face. Like, it brings me so much joy. And I think that's the best part about this move is that the boys are just loving it so much. Like, I feel like the anxiety has gone down for them Mm -hmm. and the barking has lessened. Like, they are more comfortable here and we are too. So... It's overall a very, very good move. And um, that's my success. Yeah, it's also, it's mine too, just because it's the most exciting thing that's happened in a while, probably, but also just like this week. It's just because it's so, it's such a big upgrade from where we came from to now we're like in like this nice ass area. And the boys, like they're, like you said, they're loving it. And it also like, we're not taking them to a dirty park all the day for their little bit of exercise. Like we just like let them play and we just have like a really nice place and it feels good. Mm-hmm. feels nice to rent a good place. <laughs> yeah. When you're I'm- not giving your money to a place that's caving in. It sounds so <laughs> rad. Yes. And that's has black mold good. in your bedroom. I don't know. <laughs> Health, you know, just just generally being a little healthier. Uh, I'm so psyched for you guys, and I cannot wait to come visit. Um, partially because it's around the corner from my favorite pancake place, but also partially because, you know, big space. <laughs> She's really just coming over for the fucking pancakes, isn't she? I would say we could, like, grill for you, but you're going to be filled up on pancakes. So. <laughs> I'm going to go over <laughs> You can order to go and eat at our table. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I'm going to come by with my coffee and crepes and <laughs> eggs. It's a good pancake place. Um, it is a good pancake place. And it's one of the, like, there are a few handful of places that I really miss from moving from the area. One of them is the acai bowl place that we used to go to all the time. Mm, so mm-hmm. good. It's so good. I was down in the area, gosh, a couple weeks ago with my sister-in-law and her boyfriend and we just happened to be on the street that they have a location. And we had just finished one of the biggest meals I've ever eaten. But if you think I walked past the acai bowl place without getting a bowl just to stuff my so face and make myself feel miserable <laughs> for the sake of having it, you would be wrong. I totally got a bowl. And everyone's like, are you still hungry? And I was like, no, but I love this food. Like, I need mm-hmm, it right but now. I need it. Mm-hmm. Um, baby so, needs. Baby needs it. And uh, that, yeah. So, but I'm very excited for you guys. Congrats on the house. Um, my success is kind of similar to that because I've had a house. Um, we moved a year ago. Yeah, a whole year ago we've lived here. I think Why? you've lived there longer. Two years. Two years. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you've. Yeah, it's been longer. I'm thinking just the month, and I'm like, it's been one year since that month. Uh, it's been two years. We've lived here for two years now, and we finally uh, finished our backyard. And uh, I know I've shared oh, that. Ooh, it's but it so was, nice. It was such a long process. It's so nice. And now that it's finished, we hosted our first barbecue on the 4th of July. We had oh. some friends over and um, some people came over. We grilled some hamburgers and hot dogs. We played some cornhole and we hung out and it it was a success. The food was good. Everybody had a good time. Um, Hell yeah. And that was just really cool to do to have the space to finally do something like that and yeah feel comfortable and like excited to show people around because before our backyard was just a nightmare it was just a mess so if we had people over it'd be like have a nice little seat in our weed filled lawn um <laughs> pull up now, a chair. <laughs> now it's a nice area and it's super cool and um so that was a lot of fun we had our first barbecue and hopefully the next one, Cassie and Caitlin can come over 
Yeah. But we aren't moving. moving. Yeah, yeah, we're not moving they, in the middle of it. They were invited. I do want to clarify. I did invite you guys to house barbecue, but you guys were moving. And I feel like that, you know, is a good reason, I suppose, to miss. But next first... time, yeah, we're coming to eat those hot dogs and burgers. You better fucking yeah. believe I'm going to Joey Chestnut the fuck out of those. <laughs> it's too um, to it. That was what a note to end it on. <laughs> we might need to cook something else just for that barbecue, just for the sake. All right. So those are some great successes. Um, I'm still very, very excited about your house. I'm more hyped about that than I think the barbecue um, just because you needed a bigger space and I'm happy for your puppy's less anxiety. But now we need to talk about um, other things that aren't successful and happy. And that is how many points were earned this episode. Caitlin, can you give me the point totals? Yes. At the bottom of the leaderboard with 82,550 points is going to be Cassie. In the middle of the leaderboard with 82,629 points is Books. And at the top of the leaderboard with 82,755 points is going to be me. All right. Thank you for that. Um, order hasn't changed up for a bit, but I have a feeling we can make that very different next week because next week, Caitlin will not be earning points. She will be delivering them. That's because Caitlin's the only one who can be our Or DM. damage. She can also deliver damage, so she can knock us down some more. She does have a tendency to do that, too. So we shall some see say, what direction. I'm great at taking away 10,000 points at a time. Mm, she mm. sure is. She I think sure history has is. proven that. Yeah. Mm. I think there's a track record there. So <laughs> you I never know what you're going to get. <laughs> Should I? No. <laughs> um, if you uh, want to find out how that goes, you'll definitely need to, to tune in next week and figure out if Caitlin decides to be nice and give us points or if she decides to be, you know, not so nice and absolutely destroy us and take away 10,000 points. Um, You can get a little bit more of us than just our weekly episodes. You can get some free Dyson stickers from us. All you got to do is go ahead and write us a review on Apple Podcasts or um, Spotify. Let us know that you wrote us a review and we will send you some free dice and stickers just for doing that simple thing. You can let us know on any of our social media platforms. All you got to do is send us a nice little DM saying, hey, I wrote you a review. Send me that dice and we will get it over to you. You can find us on social media on Instagram and Twitter at Unnatural20s. Send us a message. If you don't use those platforms, you can also send us an email, unnatural20s at gmail.com. Um, but if you do use those platforms, you should definitely, while you're there, sending us a message. Hit follow, like, engage with the content, see all the very good artwork that, Cass- or that Caitlin puts up, and uh, you'll stay up to date on all of our episode releases, and up to date on maybe when we don't release an episode. Sometimes we if do I that too. To <laughs> if, if we want. want. <laughs> if I would like to tell you. <laughs> all right. Uh, you can also be a part of our adventure simply by sending us over a question or a topic that you would like us to discuss on the pod whenever we rule number 10, we will discuss whatever topic you send on over. So if you choose to, maybe Caitlin will roll 10 next week and you will be featured on the pod through your question. And we would greatly appreciate that. This pod is very, very proud to be a part of the Scavengers Network. If we're just not quite for your taste or you need a little break from us, you can check out so many other great shows. One that I highly recommend is Side Character Quest. It's little snapshots. So- oh, did she die? Did you have the baby? 
No, I just sneezed. Don't worry, guys. I am back. Got confused. Uh, Just Snapshot Adventures um, that you can tune in. They're bite-sized. They're perfect, but you can also listen to them all uh, in a group and get the full perspective. It's great. Uh, Caitlin is on a few different arcs as well, and that's super awesome if you want more of her and her chaotic, wonderful joy. You can find that show, our show, and so much more at scavengersnetwork.com. This has been Unnatural 20s. Tune in next week for a new adventure on Monday. Joey Chestnut lives. <laughs>